Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Joe from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You are listening to the Captaincy video. If you'd like to check out the video, it is posted every Tuesday over on YouTube. Just search for Fantasy Football Scout. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the latest Captaincy video and podcast of the 2022-23 season. My name is Joe and joining me to pick the best captaincy candidates for game week four is Tom Freeman, Fantasy Football Scouts Deputy Editor. Tom, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Joe. Um, 50 points, I think, I got in game week three, which feels okay. And um, Salah Salah left it late, didn't he? But um, got the captaincy goal in the end. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've got a I've got a fifty one uh, points and and an improbable green arrow, um, which might reflect where my rank is at the moment. Anyway, but um, <laughs> but I was very I was very pleased with that, considering it was yeah, one of those score. one of those weeks, and a lot of uh, popular choices didn't do so well, but a lot of our captaincy um, choices did okay. Um, not great, but they did oh. Okay. Um, before we uh, move on, just want to remind people to um, uh, subscribe and to like uh, uh, the video if uh, that really helps us out. But also do subscribe, keeps you up to date with all the latest uh, videos and podcasts that we do. Also, welcome to those that have joined us uh, in the live chat nice and early. Uh, we've got Zedja, James, Cameron, Steve, Lewis, Pilot Wing, um, uh, Burkina and many more. Thanks a lot for, for joining us. Um, Steve in the chat says he got 40 points uh, this week and then he's put FFS, which I presume means Fancy Football Scout. Um, Absolutely. And uh, it's not anything <laughs> else. It just means that. So you got thanks a lot for, for giving us a little mention there. Um, so uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll have a look at the fixtures, really. Um, one thing I noticed is there's, there's a lot of choice this week. Um, Liverpool's most Mohamed Salah um, could be the most reliable scoring um, captain to pick, um, especially after sides lost to Manchester United, um, looking to bounce back against Bournemouth this week. Um, But then there's the effective ownership of Jesus, who was the biggest threat to my rank uh, this week. And he's in my team, which is absolutely a ludicrous situation to be in, but that's where we are. Um, but um, there's Haaland, Kane, Son, KDB, many more. So looking at these fixtures, really, um, what what really stands out to you as a, as a good one for the captaincy? I think there's one standout fixture, and that's Liverpool at home to Bournemouth. Um, I put that out ahead, and then I think there's three other fixtures, which um, if you don't, 
want to back the Liverpool man. Mm. I think you want to be looking at um, Arsenal against Fulham, Man City against Palace, and maybe Forest against Spurs mm. as well. And I think those four fixtures are covering the, the four main candidates this week, which is um, Salah, Jesus, Haaland and Kane. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I look at that and I, I just see Liverpool against Bournemouth. I'd sort of penciled that in as as good for the captaincy. But especially after yeah. that loss to Manchester United, they're going to really want to bounce back. And yeah. I mean, Bournemouth are, are going to bear the brunt of that. And I think uh, Mohamed Salah is going to do well. I mean, he, even though they lost against Manchester United, he still comes away with a with a healthy return for those that backed him with the armband. Um, Jesus against Fulham. Yes, I like that fixture, but not as much. Um, I think, well, as we'll, we'll look at the stats, I think Tottenham against Nottingham Forest could be, could be a good fixture, but I'm not sure about their home in a way. What, what's your take so far, do you think, with Nottingham Forest home and away? Do you think they're a tougher nut to crack um, at their place? Well, I think playing at the city ground um, is obviously going to help them. Um, massive support there. And I think that's always good. But they, they conceded a lot of chances at home against West Ham in uh, game week two. Um, they're actually conceding over 20 shots per game across the first three rounds, more than any other team. They're bottom for XGC. Um, but I do think that it could be down to so many new signings in that mm. team. And it, it might take a bit of time for them to gel. So, um while I think they're a, they're an okay team, they've done okay so far. I still think they will give up chances, um, at least for a while longer. Okay, um, yes. Well, let's let's move on to some um, stats I've got up here. So let's have a look at who are the who are the worst defenses so far, um, and that that's showing that um, Nottingham Forest are statistically the worst with expected goals conceded of five point five one. West Ham. Uh, surprisingly, a, a next worst. Um, and then Everton, uh, your team, Aston Villa and Leicester mm. with the, the fantastic Ward, who I'll have some, I'll read out some stats on the Scoutcast tonight, but um, he's not very good. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, meanwhile, four, four million. It, yeah, mm. it shows that Arsenal, Manchester City and Brighton uh, are the statistically the best uh, defences. So this this is indicating that Kane could get some joy here. Um, and you have to go quite far down to get to, say, Crystal Palace, who Haaland are facing, and also Bournemouth, um, the Mohamed Salah. So these stats are starting to make me think, is Kane the best option for the armband, do you think? Well, it's early days, isn't it? We've got we've got three games um, of data to look at and um, things like giving away a penalty you know, can massively skew the XG conceded data and things like this at this stage of the season. It can rocket you up from being bottom to mid-table. Um, but I do think Forrest are conceding a lot of chances. Um, but I think that that Liverpool fixture, I mean, we see Bournemouth mm. um, haven't actually given up. They've conceded seven over the last yeah. two against, um, against City and Arsenal, but the stats aren't actually too bad. Yeah. My issue with Bournemouth is, is they don't offer any attacking threat, which all, I think invites pressure onto mm. them. Um, they went to a 4-3-3 against Arsenal in the second half, um, which helped them at the weekend. Um, but that, if they switch to that system at Anfield, that's going to leave them more exposed at the back. And I, I just see a team like Liverpool capitalising, even with the injury issues that they've got um, all over the pitch. Um, there's also rotation as well. So um, whilst I'm not suggesting that Harry Kane's going to get rotated, if if Conte wanted to, he does have Richarlison as an option. 
Um, so he's got a, a, a very solid fourth attacker there that can go into that front three. Um, similarly with Manchester City, and we know that Haaland is going to get rotated at some point um, soon um, because Pep Guardiola has said that. Uh, once again, we'll talk about that a bit more in the Scoutcast tonight. But um, when it comes to uh, Liverpool's attacking us, I, I mean, I looked at the bench last night and I couldn't work out who could come on for any of them. I mean, they, they have to play at the moment. Diaz, Firmino and Salah, surely. Yeah, they're stretched. Um, Darwin's still suspended. Jota's out. Carvalho came on and did very well last night, I thought. But you'll probably expect. I mean, he's not going to. He's not going to bench Salah now, is he? Um, in the current situation, they've only got two points from three games. They need to win, and he'll he'll start the next few matches. The same can't be said for Haaland, who looks primed for a rest. Perhaps not this weekend, um, but perhaps that midweek round of fixtures in game week five, which will be something to look at next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's have a look at some more stats as well. So we've got the most attacking players. So far, um, so I mean, this is this is the top one, two. I think I did the top ten. Yes, it is the top ten. So I haven't I haven't excluded anyone, which is why Mitrovic is at the top, um, who could be a captaincy candidate, except he's playing uh, uh, got a tough fixture against uh, Arsenal. Arsenal uh, yeah. But um, it, it shows that Haaland is expected goal involvement is expected to be involved in three goals so far. Uh, and he scored three as well. Um, Zaha's up there as well, um, just under expected goal involvement, just under three, he has scored three. Kevin De Bruyne, another option there, uh, expected goal involvement above two. Uh, same with Jesus, above two, and he scored a couple of goals. But he's got that assist potential as well. And, you know, real um, real strength of him is his array of points he can get. Uh, Rodrigo, a bit of a midfield sensation there in, in the game, um, just over two expected goal involvement uh pascal gross at brighton um i'm still not quite sure um for the uh where um how potent he'll be with um the new left back coming in because trossard will move in a more attacking role but anyway that's probably only only the true maverick would captain pascal gross and hats off if you do um uh, mohammed salah is there expected goal involvement just under two and he's scored two goals and it's very similar to Harry Kane. And then Ollie Watkins, your your man at Villa, um, is is very close to Salah and Kane there, but scored a, scored a goal. So, um, yeah, I'm mean, looking at this. What does this tell you with the latest attacking stats? Who would be a good option considering the opposition? Well, I still like Salah, um, even with those injuries. I mean, he, he almost feels inevitable, Salah, even last night watching the game. Um you know, Liverpool didn't perform well at, well at all, but he popped up with that goal um, when you needed him to. Three shots in the box. I think he created a few chances as well. I think if you're looking away from Salah, then obviously Haaland's right at the top there. I mean, he had three big chances against Newcastle at the weekend. He scored, he hit the post, he missed another one-on-one with Pope. Um, and I just think with De Bruyne in that team, regardless of opposition, he's going to get chances. Um, so I think that, a home match against Palace, who are probably the best of those four defences we're talking about this week to, with, the, with the main captaincy candidates against. They're probably the best defence, but this is Haaland, this is City. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. it against anybody. Um, then you've got Jesus as well. Um, bit unlucky in game week three. Um, had the goal ruled out from, from VAR. Um, but Arsenal attack looks great. But um, I do think the... The, the Fulham defence um, with Palenia sitting in front and Harrison Reed, they probably look the best of the three newly promoted mm. sides defensively at the moment. And that's making me side 
tilted towards Salah over over Gabriel Jesus this week. Okay, well let, let's have a look at our top three captaincy picks. Um, just also, um, just a reminder to everyone to uh, make sure you subscribe and do press the like button as well. Um, do subscribe, definitely uh, there. So here's our top three picks. I think you, you can go first this time. Um, so who, who who are your top three, and especially for our, our podcast listeners here who can't see the screen? Yeah, so number one, um, I'll be captaining Salah, newly promoted opposition at Anfield. I think they'll be looking for a reaction this week. And uh, he's such a reliable asset that um, I'm happy to to hand him the armband again. Mm-hmm. Second, I've got Haaland there. I mean, I just spoke about him. I think he'll get chances against every team he plays, regardless of opposition. Um, there was a bit of a lack of control with City against Newcastle mm-hmm. at the weekend, but I think Pep will address that. I think Bernardo Silva will probably go into more of a central role and... Um, just the volume of big chances he's getting at the moment. I think he, he'll he never be a bad option for captaincy. Mm-hmm. Number three, Jesus. Um, a decent option. I'll put him a little bit behind those two. Um, I have more confidence in others. But um, but saying that, he's, he's getting a lot of chances. He's playing in a good Arsenal attack. My only worry with them is that maybe the points might be spread around those, those attacking players a little bit with Martinelli, with Odegaard. Um, Saka hasn't got an attacking return yet, whereas at Liverpool, um, I think think majority is going to go through Salah. So, so that's why I'd side with him um, in game week four. Okay, well my my picks are slightly different. Um, uh, I mean top top Mohamed Salah. All the reasons you just said, I'm not not going to re- repeat them there. I just think it's um, he he is a reliable pick. It's the fixtures, the fixture as well. Um, so yeah, he just gets it for me in a, in a in a week where there are slight question marks over some of the other fixtures. Uh, Jesus is there just a broad range of points as well he's got that assist potential bonus goals as well I I, I do think almost every game he's going to get a return um, he's also for those that are I mean I, we shouldn't be dictated by effective ownership but literally he was the equivalent of a 40% owner against me and I own him last weekend so it was absolutely ridiculous I was I, I cheered his yellow card I <laughs> He, I welcomed his four points. I welcomed any goal getting ruled out, um, mm. and so I, I do want to captain him <laughs> soon. Um, but I do think that Salah has the better fixture, uh, and that's ultimately what you've got to go for. Uh, you've got to ignore that that pressure there and go for the guy that you think is going to score more points. I think it's going to be Salah this time around. Harry Kane squeezes in a third spot for me, um, but Erling uh, Haaland, you know, is is. You know, I could have could have picked him, but I've just gone for Kane. Security of starts. I'm not sure about the home and away. I need to have more data for about Nottingham Forest. It could be that you target them away uh, when they're away, sorry, and and not captain a player when they're at home. I don't know, but on on the face of it, I'm just going to go at face value. Um, their their defence, they conceding a lot of shots. Henderson's making a lot of saves quality striker like Kane when when a keeper makes a lot of saves um if they're against a quality striker then they should prosper so I think Harry Kane's going to get some returns but um yeah I think I mean all, all of them are good 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 assets as well we, we um just before we go I mean we gone off the boil Son has gone off the boil for us as a captaincy pick at the moment um and I think KDB still is a good captaincy pick but I know some people are just struggling to get them in there sides but um yeah um son i 
hopefully he'll be back again for us as a captaincy pick. Yeah, I mean, it's just not really clicking at the moment for, for Son, is it? I mean, Kane's still doing reasonably well regardless. He's ticking over. He's got two goals in two matches, hit the bar as well at the weekend. But for Son, yeah, I mean, he just finished last season in such explosive kind of way that feels really underwhelming the first three games because he's not really been in the games. He's not been getting many chances. He's too good a player for this to to last. But um, certainly at the moment, if you're, if you're looking at that Spurs fixture, you, you're going to go for for Kane. And mm. Son's being bought off a bit with Richarlison as well in, in matches. So his minutes is... I think Richarlison now feels like a bit more competition for Son than Kulisevsky on yes. the other side. So I think little things like that um, are off-putting and it's a lot of money to have tied up in that player at the moment. And I think if you do still own him, um, of course he's going to come good eventually, but how long are you going to give him? So there's other options, isn't there? Salah, De Bruyne okay. um, in there, all doing well in midfield. So you so, might want to have a look at that. So we're, we're, we're firmly with the, with Salah this week, um, but there are other options as well. But uh, good luck, all those listening and those watching with your captaining decision. Uh, good luck, Tom, with your decision to captain Salah, which is the same as me. So, uh, and bad luck to everyone else. <laughs> but um, no, good luck. Good luck, really. Good luck, whoever you pick, as long as it's Salah. Uh, thanks a lot. And uh, I won't be back. Uh, next week because I'm away and I'm not sure what the schedule is next week because it's a bit different but uh, stay tuned as long as you're subscribing you will know Um, so um, good luck everyone and uh, thanks a lot for listening thanks Joe